Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, degenerates. Welcome into episode one of the Talk in the Line podcast. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45, Sroka. Shout out to Sebastian Luck and Young Fett at Seb Luck Music and at Young Fetamine on Twitter for that awesome intro and beat drop to get us kicked off here on the first episode of Talk in the Line. Thank you so much for joining the TTL crew. Before we do anything, make sure you subscribe to the pod on whatever platform you are listening on. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Talking the Line and leave us a comment. Share with all of your degenerate friends, like, and, you know, all that good stuff to spread the word and keep taking all these sports books money. Now, without further ado, let me bring in the co-host of the Talk in the Line podcast, the man, the myth, the legend, Riley R. Mags Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm feeling amazing, man. I'm excited to get this thing rocking and rolling. I had a solid weekend or a solid week of betting, about plus ten units sure uh, as we stand right now. Uh, so I'm excited for another week, and I'm excited to get this thing off the ground. I am too, my friend. I can't believe we're here. Feels like we dropped the intro episode not even like two days ago, mm-hmm. and we're already here to February the 22nd. Thank you guys again for joining us and subscribing and downloading early. We can't believe the early support. I mean, so awesome. Right, Max? I mean, oh, yeah, man. Goodness gracious. So uh, why don't we take a little trip down weekend lane here? Yeah, just a quick little Coming recap. off of UFC Fight Night, what? 21 maybe 22 somewhere around in there i don't know if that matters <laughs> i i don't know if it matters either <laughs> Who knows um, at this point? the biggest thing is that Derek lewis had an absolutely amazing knockout of curtis blades huge uh, huge upset i mean huge upset he was a closed as a plus 350 underdog did lewis and blades came out looking just crazy as always of course i think i could i don't i I don't know off the top of my head but i think he was after round one live odds minus 700 900 something like that he 100 percent took the first round i mean it wasn't even really that i wouldn't say it was dominant but it wasn't it wasn't close like he said no absolutely not but overall that second round came out and blades or not blades um Lewis lewis maintained the center of the octagon and just waited for blades to shoot and as soon as he did he threw that uppercut and like i was telling you earlier his whole body went limp knocked the lights out i mean his body went limp before he even hit the the canvas i mean it was nasty ladies and gentlemen insane also on that uh, on that card let's let's just run a quick quick rundown of the main card here um i'm looking oh so the first one was andre alovsky and tom aspinall with the rear naked choke, right? Yeah. So Tom Aspinall, it was pretty sweet. He 
he was winning the fight. I mean, he just looked so comfortable and calm against the pit bull, who's just a veteran. He's a dog. He's been in there forever. But he lulled him in the second round into a false confidence and charged him across the cage and sunk in the nastiest rear naked choke I've seen in a long time in the UFC. Definitely it was a quick one. Yeah, very quick one. Definitely deserving of sub of the night. And also, Arlovsky proceeded to yell out the F word after uh, he got submitted <laughs> because, I mean, it was 0.2 seconds and he tapped. He mm-hmm. knew he had him. Got it him. was over. It was over. So then the second one was Phil Hawes and Nasruddin Imamov, or Imavov. And Phil Hawes is a collegiate wrestler who transferred from Iowa State to some weird Juco. And he was a stud. And Imavov killer too i knew this fight was going to be bananas from the jump so hawes was dominant first round imovov second round it was kind of a toss-up and then third round imovov had hawes on skates boy he was throwing elbows throwing bombs had him all over the map ultimately hawes got the unanimous decision with one judge it was majority decision it was majority yeah with one judge scoring the fight a draw because of that third round that 10-8 round i mean imovov destroyed Hawks yeah. in the third round so that that was a really good one and then how about the uh how about the old dog alexi olenic oh, going against the chris Dawkins? yeah the young guy yeah chris Dawkins. um his brother brandon Dawkins, i believe it is or brendan or brandon i believe that's what it is uh chris is a policeman in philly and he took on alexi olenic and alexi tried to take him down for his um signature Ezekiel choke is what they call it. And you bring them down on top of you and you basically put your forearm in their throat and choke them out with pressure. And he tried to take him down for that, take Chris down. And Chris just based on it, sprawled out, didn't let him take him down, just started raining bombs. And I think it was Herb who had it. Herb called the fight right on the cage. It was beautiful. Beautiful showing by young Chris Dawkins, who's going to make a run. Uh, Charles Rosa versus Derek Minner. Uh, Derek Minner had a great... Great showing. All three rounds were really, really well. He started yelling explicitives and yelling in the third round when he had it uh, sealed up. So anxious to see what he does. The co-main was Ketlin Vieira and Yana Kunitska. Uh, Kunitska is dope. Obviously, Russian. I'm scared of any Russian in the cage. I don't know about you over there, Mr. I mean, hey. <laughs> no, I'm not messing with him. Uh, but Ketlin Vieira, she's also uh, out of Brazil. She's top-notch, but at just Yana was too much for. And then, ladies and gentlemen, we have Blades and the aforementioned Lewis. Yep. And my goodness, I, I ran across my living room. I don't know if all of you guys did the same. I'm sure you probably did. And those two power shots at the end because Herb Dean was in the worst possible oh, yeah. position for that to happen. Oh, just nice little double tap. Oh, just nice little double tap. I don't know, a nice, maybe a <laughs> real hard and physical double tap, but yeah, most definitely. Well, um, that just, I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Derek Lewis, but it sucks to see Curtis Blades go out like that because he was in line to, you know, maybe take the winner of Nganu Miocic, but obviously that's out the window now. Yeah. So where are we seeing, where are we seeing uh, what's next for Derek Lewis here? Derek Lewis, I mean, he wasn't too telling if all he wanted to fight or who he wanted I mean, or where I think he, he was waiting exactly for I mean, what happened, basically. Yeah, he don't care, but he's been banging. He's now 25-7 and seven with that with that win over Blades, so he's well-deserving of a title shot at this point. I mean, in that dominant of fashion and what he did to Rosenstreich a few months back. Or was that... Uh, that was Nganu. I'm sorry. That was Nganu. 
that also is coming up, Stipe and Nganu. So I'm really excited to, to we see We got some good fights go. coming down the pipe. That's, uh, that's the rematch, so that'll be great. Really good fights coming up down the pipe. However, um, moving right along through right the weekend. Along, here through the weekend on Sunday was the Genesis Invitational, and it went right down to the wire of Tony Finau and Max Homa in a playoff, and Finau choked on a putt on the second playoff sudden death hole, and he now has 25, 21 top five finishes and zero first place finishes since 2017. How about that? Mr. Magnuson. It's tough, man. He's a fan favorite. He's fun to watch. He's it, 21 top five. 21 top five finishes is not easy to do by any means. No. So, I mean, he's def- definitely taking home some money, but at the end of the day, he's not standing up there with the trophy, and it's, it's tough to see. It's tough to see. Tough to see. I put 15 on him, and obviously it didn't happen. Uh, Sunday morning, afternoon, whatever, noon, was the Michigan versus Ohio State mm-hmm. game. Quite a matchup that game we Game of the year, there. probably. I would most definitely say so. I was locked in the whole time. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? It, I mean, we're both sitting here pretty happy because we both had Michigan. You got in on, on them early and caught them as their underdogs. Right. I waited until the morning, got them at minus one and a half. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we're we're both sitting here in the win column. But I mean, big time. Just an awesome game. Uh, it's tough. Uh, it's tough to tell where these two teams go after this. Um, I mean, I, I I I don't know if it's tough to tell. Michigan looks like. Uh, Potential Final Four favorite. My goodness, do they not ever the make? favorite, but a favorite? You I know mean, ninety-two, eighty-seven. That game ends. That's that's just uncanny. For I mean, they're they're both ready for March. Don't, yeah, absolutely. exactly. They're both ready for March. Ohio State could absolutely make a Final Four run. I would say this supplants Michigan as the clear third best team in the country, though. One hundred percent. I I would have to agree with all of that. Great game to watch. Great way to start your Sunday bets. Um, like we said, we had a really good weekend of bets over well Solid i week. guess saturday was saturday, rough. saturday was, rough. was rough we, we had some rough beats yeah we had some really rough beats but we did have a solid week so we're glad you guys are here i mean overall we have been taking the sports books money we are really solid follow us on the action app to get all of our daily plays even if uh you don't see them anywhere else you will see them on the action app on top of what you hear on the talking the line podcast so follow us at cash underscore with underscore Colt and at our mags for my partner on the other side of the table right. over there. Because, you know, this might be a four-hour podcast if we gave all of our bets every single day. Yeah, <laughs> and we just can't do that to you guys. We're trying to 30, 45-minute max. You guys are in and out, you know, in and out and cashing tickets. So, the with moment, that being said, with that being said, the moment you all have been waiting for, the talking the line, first ever favorite plays of the day for monday february 22nd 2021 my goodness is that weird to say mr magnuson oh yeah so you'll also hear us refer to ourselves as tips and slip sports uh that is some foreshadowing of stuff to come and you'll hear it as you continue to follow along with us but uh that's that's just foreshadowing forethought however Favorite plays of the day. We're going to start with our NCAA basketball favorite plays of the day. And me and Mags decided to combine our plays for this. So we'll have favorite basketball plays, both college and professional, NBA and NHL, football, baseball, whatever's going on. But we'll combine for the plays uh, to make the most value possible. So first play of NCAA basketball ever of the Talking Line podcast. I'm going to kick it over to my partner. Let him know what's up, pal. Yep, absolutely. So for my first play here, or for our first play here, uh, we're going to go with Oklahoma State's 
Uh, at the moment, it's sitting at plus one and a half. Uh, They're taking on Texas Tech. These matchups in the Big 12 between you know these two teams, throwing Texas, Oklahoma, West Virginia, any combination of those matchups, they've been absolutely incredible matchups. Uh, and I, I've typically sided with the dog in these matchups, and it's paid off for me. Uh, so I'm going to continue that that stretch for sure. Um, okay. I'm riding with or we're riding with Oklahoma State. Uh, they have won three of their last four games, uh, including a win over Texas uh, earlier this month. Um, you know, I, I really like them. Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech just lost to Kansas, who's been inconsistent. Um, Big time. What are your thoughts on this one? Well. I'm looking a little bit towards the road and uh, home records here for OK State and for um, Texas Tech. Texas Tech on the road is five and two straight up, but they are three and four against the number. So if it flips to plus one for them, I mean, I always like that at plus minus one, especially when they're not good ATS. Mm -hmm. I always really like that for that team to lose. They're also six and four straight up, three and seven ATS in their last 10. OK State is eight and three straight up, five and six ATS at home, seven and three straight up, six and four ATS in their last 10 overall. Kind of scrolling over and looking overall at the Big 12 action, what the record is there. They've been, they've, both of these teams have obviously been somewhat okay. Oklahoma's nine and four. They're second in the, the Big 12. I shouldn't say somewhat okay for them, but Texas Tech is middling in the, the middle of the pack, six and six straight up. Uh, as far as ATS goes, of course, you know, neither one of these teams are like blowing the doors off ATS wise. Well, the big one for me in this one is Texas Tech's conference AT- conference ATS record. They're dead last in the Big Twelve at two and ten in conference games. That ATS. is true. That is true. So that's the the biggest kicker for me in this one. Yeah, two and ten ATS and Oklahoma State is seven and six right. ATS in Big Twelve games. So I would have to agree with you there. Uh, I think I said Oklahoma straight up record there, maybe on accident. Either way, uh, still love Oklahoma State in this position. <laughs> I don't know. Check me, check me, don't check me. Either way, we love Oklahoma State. Next, NCAA basketball play of the day. Oh, and by the way, I would say that OK State is a two-unit play, one-and-a-half to two-unit play. Most definitely a a very confident play that that we have. The second play of the NCAA basketball favorite plays of the day is Oregon plus four-and-a-half, currently sitting at plus four-and-a-half, may move up or down. However... We love the Ducks in this situation. They have absolutely been on fire. They have won five out of their last five overall straight up, and they are three and two against the spread in their last five. Now, USC's also been on their own heater. If you look at them, they did just lose to Arizona on the 20th, so Saturday afternoon, 72 to 81. Lost as a six-point favorite. As a six-point favorite, as that is uh, kind of the big kicker there. You know, USC has been solid in Pac-12 play. If I'm not mistaken, can you check me on that, Mags? Are they first overall in Pac-12 play and conference play? Let's see. Uh, as far as ATS, they are 10-5, and five, second place uh, ATS in conference ATS-wise. So as far as straight-up plays go, 
Um, let me slide on over here to Pac-12 and look at the conference. As far as straight-up plays go, USC is 12-3 and straight-up. They're tied with UCLA uh, for first place in the Pac-12 conference. And then you got Oregon right behind them at 9-3. and Oregon just hasn't had as many games. However, I am just... With these points, though. With these points, though, it feels good for Oregon. Yeah, big time. I mean... Go ahead, speak on that, because I, I feel like... Yeah, because I, I, I love when the books give us this many points in games that I feel like are almost 50-50. And so if, you know, if you feel like this game's going to be a one, two, three point game, then, you know, it's a no-brainer to take the team that's plus four because they can easily win. And right. if they lose, you have a good... Yeah, you, you feel pretty good that it's going to be within that four points. Uh, obviously, that line could change a little bit, but... Right. It's not going to go any worse than two, two and a half, I don't think. No, and I and it might drop down to that by game time. But like you're saying, I mean, it's a Pac-12 game. They're going to yeah. come down to a bucket or so. And even if it, it three points at the maximum, I don't think it's going to be a five-point game. Or I think it'll be a four-point game at the most. But they also have Chris Duarte, who is playing out of his mind right now i don't know if you have been watching him as of late but yeah i caught the the oregon colorado game the other day i mean he's got ice in his veins right now anything you give him the rock anywhere on the court and he's he's swinging and banging yeah 100 moving on along here folks you know we decided to have a few nba plays sauston here also today with the ncaa basketball also that oregon we definitely say is a, a one and a half unit play. Sure. Most definitely one and a half unit play on that Oregon. Moving on into the NBA favorite plays of the day. Mr. Magnuson has, I mean, you know, I, I can't even really hype him up enough for this play that he's about to talk about. Not only being a diehard fan of the team, he just loves throwing money at them and being able to win finally. Hey man, they've been winning. Consistent. But that's not why I'm hyped up right now. I'm hyped up <laughs> because I am on an absolute scorcher on NBA plays right now. Coming into Sunday, we're recording this on Sunday night, so we've got some uh, a few plays on the table. But coming into Sunday, I'm on an 18-4 and four run. Goodness. Should be 19 and 3, uh, aside from the Warriors debacle on Saturday. Let's, let's stay off of that. I don't yeah, want we'll you stay to get too upset. That. So on I'm the 18 first and podcast. 4 over the, last, uh, over the last week, I think. So uh, I'm going to kick it off here with my Chicago Bulls, who Ooh. I think this is going to flip. We both think this is going to flip. But right now, uh, as we record this, they are sitting at plus one against the Houston Rockets. Victor Oladipo is doubtful. Uh, that's hardly even the reason that I like the Bulls. The Bulls are, uh, let's just start overall against the spread. Bulls are top five in the NBA, 17 and 12. Houston is bottom five, 11 and 17. Uh, on the road, the Bulls have been absolutely incredible. They are third in the NBA at 10 and four. Um, and let's see here. Uh, at home, the Rockets are second to last against the spread, three and eight. Oy. And they are also two and eight straight up, three and seven ATS in their last 10. Yep. Are the Rockets. So I'm a little, we're a little confused why this line is so close. Um, I think just because the Rockets are at home. And you said Oladipo being doubtful. Doubtful. So, you know. Which I, honestly, I mean, I like Oladipo, but I don't think that He's really their would. only shot, man. Who else is going to come out on that floor and command the game against the Bulls? Now, granted, Zach Levine has showed a little bit of shakiness towards the end of games. However... Except for, uh, you know, this, uh, what was it, Saturday night against the Kings. It was... Uh, it wasn't a one-possession game, though. Yeah. Whenever it's like six points or more and he's closing them out, it's solid. But when it's a one-possession game, yeah, it's, it's just tough. he can't but, remove the corn cob. But what I love is that 20, 
I think it was a 25 point comeback against the Pistons. Nasty, nasty. That gave them some some momentum. I know they lost to the Sixers. Joel Embiid absolutely dominated them, Big but time. they did cover the spread in that game. Um, they are also scoring five more points a game than Houston, uh, 114.5 to 109.4. They're about evenly matched on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, the Bulls are shooting 37.7 from behind the arc, and Houston's only shooting 34 even. And also, Chicago's got the better better uh, field goal percentage. They are 48% field goal percentage, and Houston is only 448 I can't tell you enough how much I love the Bulls pick here. I love it. I, I love them here. I know you're not supposed to bet on I know you're not. Yeah, exactly. Team, but when it's, it's basketball, screw it. I feel like that's yeah. only for football because... I don't know. The Bulls are four and one in their last five games with a losing straight up record. They're eleven and four ATS in their last fifteen road games. You know, <laughs> give us the Bulls all day long. All day. The next lock for our NBA favorites of the day will be Blazers plus six and a half against the Phoenix Suns. Now, this just seems like a few too many points. Sure, Phoenix has had some really scrappy good wins. They destroyed Memphis on Saturday, 128-97. to They cooked New Orleans after a back-and-forth game through the first three quarters and then destroyed them 132-114. to They played a rough game um, on the 16th, lost it 124-128 to against Brooklyn. So they've been fairly dominant in the last five. They're 4-1 straight up, 4-1 ATS. Now, you flip side to the other side of the ball and you look at Portland and they are 4-1 and one straight up in their last five overall, 4-1 and one ATS. They have covered as plus 5.5 underdogs already. I think a lot of money will start to flow in on Portland and that will cause that line to at least drop. I think they'll probably dip to 5, you think? Yeah, at least drop a point, if not two points. Right now, as as of the recording, there's 264 bets coming in, and Portland has 68% of the bets. So typically when it's that early, that's only sharp money. Nobody, John Q. Public is not betting on the Portland Trailblazers plus <laughs> six and Sunday a half night. at 715 on Sunday night. It just, it's not happening. So we really love the Blazers there, plus six and a half. I mean, they... They've been money. They're starting to really heat up as a team. Oh, yeah. They had a letdown on Saturday against the Wizards, who are another hot team. Right. Uh, but before that, six straight wins, six straight covers. Yeah, big time. I mean, they, they needed to get that loss out of their system, and I think they'll, they're just fine on the road. It's not like a big deal that they're going on the road to Phoenix. I'm not really worried about They've that. They've actually got a strong ATS record on the yeah. road. Yeah, they're actually 5-0 uh, and ATS in their last five games as an underdog. They're ten and five straight up, eleven and four ATS on the road, eight and two, eight and two straight up ATS in their last ten. Give me the hell it. out of the Blazers at plus six and a half, my points. friends. Way too many points. It might be a two three point game. Not saying they win, but plus six and a half. Lock Love it. Last but not least, we're gonna give you a little bit of play from the icy surface. That's right, NHL lock of the day from our favorite plays, TTL favorite plays for you hockey fans out there. We are going Kings money line with this play today. Now, I had uh, saw a few different sharps all over the Kings money line, so I'm like, okay, I need to investigate. I need to see what's going on here. You look further into it, and they might be plus 140 underdogs but, oh man, 
they've won their last four games in a row. They started off real rough, you know. They out of their last ten, they've won Tough five stretch. games, Tough and four of those games have been their last four. Yep. So the Kings are starting to put it together as a team. Uh, they are four and zero in their last four versus the West. They are four and zero in their last four versus the NHL in general. They're four and zero in their last four games as an underdog, and they are four and zero in their last four overall, as I said. So. Hi. You know, it's looking good. Yeah, the Blues are also a solid team. They are coming off of a loss to San Jose 5-4 to four on Saturday night. Yeah. Lost they, two of their last three, actually. They have. They have. Uh, I mean, they're 3-2 and two in their last five. However, they've, they've just been shaky. And, you know, I could definitely see them losing this game, just what should be an easy win for them against the Kings, and they just they lay an egg. Uh, the Blues are 0-5 in the last five games playing on one day's rest. Love that. The Blues are one and four in their last five games as a home favorite. Give me all of that. Love it. And the Blues are one and four in their last five home games overall. Give me all of that Kings money line at plus 140. Wouldn't be surprised to see it drop down to plus 120 by puck drop. Lock that bad boy in. Make you some money on the Kings tonight. Now, moving right along, if you listen to the introduction episode, of talking the line. If you've been following along to myself and Mr. Armags over there, we're big segment guys. Big segment guys over here at Talking the Line. And for our first segment, we wanted to keep it traditional on you. If you've been reading the newsletter, we have every Monday our special play of the day, the Monday Madness Parlay. Now we're just going to keep it consistent. Let's we're going to rolling every Monday. We're going to keep it on the podcast and we're going to keep hammering it in. For those new listeners, why don't you tell them about uh, a little bit about what Monday Madness means? Yeah, you know, thanks for joining us. If you guys haven't been reading the newsletter, go subscribe to that bad boy, talkingtheline.substack.com. Tuesday and Thursday that sucker comes out. However, Monday Madness parlay. We scour the boards for the best value on Monday. It can be from college basketball, NBA, NHL, football, baseball, whatever sport's going on. And we put together anywhere from a five to seven way parlay for you, any combination of those sports. So I'm telling you right now, it gets wild, it gets sweaty, it gets hairy, but we have one heck of a time with the Monday Madness parlay. Now, they're always usually heaters. And you you want to lock them in. They're usually about two unit plays. I usually put about forty bucks on them. My one unit is twenty bucks. Um, obviously, I'm not putting a thousand dollars per bet. I'm not a sharp sharp, but I know what I'm talking about when it comes to bets. So, first and foremost for the Monday Madness Parlay, NCAA basketball. Our two picks are going to be Pepperdine plus five and a half and Duke money line. My partner absolutely loves Pepperdine. At plus five and a half. Love it. He uh, also loves Duke. We are both all over those. A little uh, bit nervous about that Duke spread. Uh, I think it's yeah. around five and a half, six as we're looking right now. Big time. Uh, that's Duke versus Syracuse. That Duke Duke money line, though, they are 3-0 and after uh, the departure of Jalen Johnson. Very uh, true. Of course, he's an incredible talent, but it seems like the See Duke... See you later, alligator. Yeah, it seems like they're just... Just a better team without them, <laughs> just chemistry-wise. I'm saying. People know their roles better. They just fit into the, the scheme that Duke uh, is used to running so much so much better, so much clearer. 
And like I said, we're a little nervous about that spread because you never know. Uh, yeah, Syracuse is pretty unpredictable. Well, Syrac- yeah, not only that, but Syracuse is just unpredictable. They're 8 and 11 ATS. Something right. could happen, but we see Duke winning the game. Yep, no we question. See, see him coming out on the top. This is a huge game. We're going to be talking about some uh, bubble action for the March for March Madness in a little bit. And you say um, Pepperdine. Who is Pepperdine? Pepperdine the uh, Pepperdine Waves, our boys. Oh, yeah. we take- WCC. You better believe it, my friend. And we're taking them at plus five and a half today. Uh, it's right. It's at plus five and a half right now. The waves are two and four straight up on the road. However, listen in right here. They're four one and one ATS on the road. They're six and four straight up. Seven two and one ATS in their last ten overall. St. Mary's is a shaky five and five ATS in their last five. Uh, or in their last 10, and 5-5 five and five at home. You go a little bit deeper also, and St. Mary's is just shaky as can be. They're 11-7 and seven straight up on the season, but 9-9 nine and nine ATS. Pepperdine 10-9 straight up, 10-6-1 ATS overall as well. Pepperdine won this matchup a little over a week ago. Oh, yeah. 60-58. Uh, and this is another one we were talking about, uh, the size of the lines in close matchups. Absolutely. I this mean, is just too close of a matchup to be given this to many points. To be a points. five and a half and for Pepperdine scoring 76.3 points per game against a St. Mary's team that's scoring 66.3. I mean, that's 10 more points a, a better per game. Uh, I, I just, I don't see where this is going to end in, in five and a half points. Yeah, St. Mary's, St. Mary's is always a, a traditional great team. However, they're just not this year. It, hey, lock Pepperdine in at plus yeah. five and a half. Please and thank you. Pepperdine. And Duke. And Duke. Those are our first two uh, locks on the, the Monday yeah. Madness Parlay for NCAA basketball. Next is NBA. Our two picks are going to be the Jazz money line and the Lakers money line. Now you say, Colt, Armags, what in the world would we be putting the Jazz money line on a parlay for? It's seven minus 700 for crying out who cares? You know, we're getting wild out here. We're getting crazy. We want to cash one of these bad boys in. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me, the Jazz um, best record in the NBA. How do you even how do you even begin to talk about them? I mean, yeah. they just got their fifteen covers um, streak snapped by yep. losing to the Clips. Uh, I mean, obviously, just absolutely rough. You hate to see that happen. It's got to end sometime. Though. Yeah, it's got to end sometime, and then it's got to pick back up. And also, what was it? The Rockets held the longest one in twenty sixteen. They had like uh, I'm nineteen. Not sure about that. Something like that. I can't remember. I, I had read that somewhere. However, Jazz thirteen and two straight up at home, nine and one straight up in their last ten. They are twenty four and six straight up. Charlotte is fourteen and fifteen. Charlotte only scores one hundred and ten point nine points per game, and the Jazz average one hundred and fifteen point five. Right. And we're we're a little nervous about the spread. I think yeah. right now it's around eleven and a half, twelve. Charlotte's a team that covers those spreads like it's their freaking job. Right, exactly. So, you know, if you find value with Charlotte on that spread, you want to sweat that out, go for gold. But we honestly think that the Jazz are going to win it. So we're we're putting the Jazz money line in the Monday Madness Parlay. Lakers money line moving right along. Now they are playing a surging Washington Wizards team. What in the world? They're six and four straight up and ATS in their last 10, partner. What the heck? Uh, yeah, man, they're 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 rolling right now. They're finding some offense. They're playing some type of I would I don't even know if I would call it competent defense. It's better than yeah. what they were playing, but sure. Uh, 
the thing that I love in this is that uh, I know I know the Lakers don't have Anthony Davis, but uh, they've lost their last two games. LeBron James just doesn't lose doesn't lose three games in a row. Right. Um, that loss of Anthony Davis does hurt. It, it hurts. You can see it. it hurts. You can see it. They're gonna sure. they're gonna have some. They're gonna have a lot more trouble than they would if they had him. Obviously, but the Lake Show is still twenty two and nine straight up overall, and they are also nine and six at home straight up. Right. Uh, and like I said, I just. I just don't see LeBron James losing the third game in a row. He's going to be on a mission. Uh, another game that we were a little nervous about the spread, but right, love the money line. Love the money line. And to wrap it up, the fifth and final, sorry if that got your ears with a little adjustment there, but the fifth and final lock of the Monday Madness Parlay is coming out of the National Hockey League, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, if you were following along on last week's Monday Madness Parlay, and locked it in with the crew, our NHL plays are what kicked us in the ass. Really, really rough. Really rough. Not, uh, You guys can't see our facial expressions right now, right. but we're not happy about it, to tell you the least. So we've been in the lab. We've been searching. We've been looking. We scoured the lines, and we found the Leafs. Well, it was these Leafs that were a part of our you know, our, our letdown last week. But 100%. But they had a letdown to the worst team in the NHL, the Ottawa right. Senators. Blew a 5-1 to one lead. Right. But they bounced back. They beat those Senators twice uh, by a combined score of 9-4. to four. Right. Uh, they beat the Canadians, who are a solid team, uh, and now they take on the Calgary Flames. Uh, Toronto has the most points in the NHL with 30 points, 14-3-2 overall record. Mm. Calgary is sitting at 8-9-1. and one. Mm. And that that, that uh, center's loss was embarrassing. They're embarrassing. They're, and if you let Calgary come into Toronto, a, 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 and mind you, a four five and one on the road Calgary team, a two and one against or two and eight against the puck line on the road Calgary Flames team, you let them come in against you, a eight two and one overall record holding at home. Toronto Maple Leafs team. I'll be damned if this team ruins our Monday. I hey hey. I'm I'm getting my passport tomorrow, (laughs) and I'm going up to Kansas. You but hey everybody everybody, you better just watch out for Colton Soroka flies to Toronto and slays. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Don't take that seriously. (laughs) However, uh, we love the Leafs in this spot. So uh, they took down Calgary uh, the first two games of this, uh, not the first two games of the season. uh, The first two games that they played each other uh, on the road in calgary um so yeah like you said in toronto right feels pretty good feels really good feels really good especially eight two and one at home i you love it and a 14 three and two overall record so what are the what are the total odds this so, bad boy here you know i was gonna slide on over to that and recap here real quick the monday madness parlay we are taking write it down get out your pens lick up your feathers and ink <laughs> and get ready to write them down we have pepperdine out of the ncaab Pepperdine plus five and a half, Duke money line, NBA Jazz money line, Lakers money line, and the Toronto Maple Leafs money line. Pepperdine plus five and a half, Duke money line, Jazz money line, Lakers money line, Toronto Maple Leafs money line. All five of those combined in a parlay for the greatest Monday madness action we've ever had out of this podcast and newsletter for overall odds of plus 594. Sounds pretty juicy to me, man. It's real juicy. Real juicy. And 594, if I'm not mistaken, 
let's see. So ten bucks would give you fifty nine forty. So if you're feeling crazy, you put twenty bucks on it, and I think that's like one eighteen twenty. Yep, sounds so- about right. Sounds about right to me. Uh, don't quote me on that, but hey, put it in FanDuel and they'll do the math for you. That's why I don't know it off the top of the dome. It's not our job. That's not my job to know. So lock in that Monday Madness Parlay and make sure you cash in our special play of the day uh, with with the Talking the Line crew. Hey, have you ever wanted to start a podcast? Well, over here at the Talking the Line podcast, we wanted to, and we didn't really know how. I tell you what. It's pretty doggone simple. All you need is a quiet space and a little bit of recording equipment. However, where do you go to post your podcast? Where do you put your episodes? Luckily, we found a partner that helps you out at every single step of the way. That partner is Buzzsprout. The team at Buzzsprout is so passionate about you succeeding in the podcasting game. It's really not that hard when you have the right partners. Over at Buzzsprout, your show gets listened to on every major podcasting platform, even if you don't have a single follower or subscriber yet. If you want to upgrade from a free plan, yeah, that's right. You can start free on Buzzsprout. You upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price and also the right paid plans for your podcast and the amount of episodes and time that you put out daily. You get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your words, tools to promote your own episodes, and much more. Now, come on over, start your podcast, join over 100,000 podcasters who are already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Now, Buzzsprout might be going through a little bit of cyber issues at this time, but we are still riding with their team. We love them. We can't appreciate their support enough and getting us off the ground and started on this podcasting journey. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. Now, moving right along with the Talking the Line podcast, we are moving into segment two of episode one, and that is going to be our money line dice roll. Partner, you got those dice over there. So if you guys don't know what the money line dice are, you guys are about to get schooled up. Now, if you're listening to the episode... Are we live and rolling right now? Oh, we are live and rolling. Oh, so we didn't tell you guys this, but we're going to post this video on Twitter of the live roll and actually if you want to cut it off um and because it's only going to be two minutes we'll just post the roll didn't really think about that so we're going to post the money line dice roll uh on our twitter uh the talking the line twitter page and you'll be able to see this roll live because it's obviously we're rolling dice on a podcast you can't it's pretty <laughs> defeats the purpose asmr you can't see it um however these money line dice we're talking about if you haven't heard of them check them out on twitter they're pretty sweet uh, at Moneyline Dice, very easy to find. They're only twenty bucks. You can get them on MoneylineDice.com or off of Amazon. Moneyline Dice. They're not affiliated with the show on any part. If you're listening, Moneyline Dice, hit us up. We love your product. It's Some free awesome. promo. You're we welcome. do it all the time. There's your free promo. Happy Merry Christmas, early Kwanzaa. Uh, either way, we are rolling in now. These dice are pretty sweet because they have like over under. They have ATS Moneyline. They have home away and then units and everything did you have the uh 
the other bag too. Perfect. So we we got all the uh, all the dice out here rocking and rolling. And what I'll do is I'll just roll them up, and we'll we'll do units too. So for the money line dice, and I'll roll like right over here. So for the money line dice roll, the first money line dice segment, we are rolling for Grizzlies versus Mavericks. The line is currently set at. Uh, minus four and a half plus minus four and a half and um, the Dallas Mavericks are minus four and a half favorites now first and foremost we're gonna roll for home team or away team home team is Dallas Mavericks away team is the Memphis Grizzlies first roll is the home team the home team is the Mavericks so the second roll is either gonna be ATS or Moneyline ATS or Moneyline you see it there folks and here we go Oh dear, it's the home ATS. A bit of ATS. ATS. And as far as the total goes, uh, the total right now is set at. Set at. Oh, of course, the total's not set yet, so we're not going to roll over under. <laughs> That's not happening. Not set at the time of the recording. However, we are going for the Mavericks spread units is. What do we got? What do we got? Come on, not that much. Max. Max. Oh, that's a reroll. Come on. Max. Come on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, I'm, so, I'm sorry, kids. I can't. I can't. Well, what? what my Betting ma- the house on the maps. Betting the house on the maps. You're out of your mind. You think I'm doing that. <laughs> well, four unit action. Okay, so you want to put four units on it. You want to put max. You want to put your one unit. Whatever. Slide it back up here. Look at me. Take the Dallas Mavericks minus five and a half. I don't care what money you put on it because I'm pretty worried about that game, and that's why we did it as a Yeah, money the reason we did this is because we don't know who the hell is going to win. <laughs> no clue in the <laughs> slightest. So we let some damn dice understand, baby. Uh, so, yeah, a home team is the Dallas Mavericks against the spread, minus four and a half. Just saw it might have kicked up to minus five. Enjoy that. So the video's over. Uh, it will be posted to Twitter. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that fiasco. ASMR <laughs> dice rolling. I hope you enjoyed that fiasco <laughs> of dice rolling during a uh, during a podcast. I mean, hey, we told you at Talking the Line. It, hey, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. <laughs> you're going to get it all around these parts, my friends. So... Uh, Again, you can watch the uh, Moneyline Dice Roll live. Uh, well, not live, but the video recording on our Twitter page. And one more time, the reminder, the Moneyline Dice Roll will be Dallas Mavericks, ATS. Put your max units on that bad boy, but don't blame <laughs> me if you lose it because it's the dice's fault. All right. Moving right along, my friends, and our third and final segment of the first episode of the talking the line podcast this segment is going to be a little bit of foreshadowing something we've been looking forward to uh ncaa basketball trends to watch going into march now there's all types of stuff we could look at and go through and and come come across now one thing that i really wanted to share with you guys something that i love um is a lot of the away home favorite dog spreads cover records throughout the season so I'm going to run through those, and then my partner's got some uh, bracketology, some on-the-bubble teams, some seeding, oh, yeah. different things like that. Uh, on the season, away teams are 1,525, 1,493, and 65 against the spread. So just flip that for home teams. 
Obviously, away teams are way better against the spread for some reason. You know, it doesn't really matter on neutral site. And basically, every game is neutral site this season. So that's why I really like that stat going into March Madness. You love to see that on the away teams. Favorites are 1,521, 1,497, and 65 ATS. Just favorites. Flip that, obviously, for dogs. Away dogs. Away dogs are 1,014, 1,010, and 38. So not a huge, huge big gap there. However, away favorites are 511, 483, and 27. Away favorites are not too shabby there. Also, you have home dogs. Obviously flip that, and then a home favorite. So home, home dogs and away dogs, not too big of a deal. But home dogs and away favorites, that's where the money lies. And if you're looking to bet a little over-under going into the big dance of March, you will see that in non-overtime games, the over has hit 1,405 times compared to the under hitting 1,480. That is a 51% clip compared to a 48% clip at the over. All games combined overtime and non-overtime, 1,542 to the over and 1,506 to the under. Overtime games obviously go to the over more, and that's what you're seeing there. However, you just never know really what the heck's going to happen in March. So they don't call it madness for. They don't call it madness for, for no, no reason. You can listen to this and hear these trends and think, "Oh yeah, I'm going to bet some away dogs and you know some home home dogs, some away faves." Yeah, those are sonic. But hey, you know what? It's March. Anything could happen. Now, one final uh, little tidbit here I wanted to uh, touch on is before before we kick it over. And this kind of little segue here, Mister Mags, is the most likely one seeds in our. Uh, NCAA bracket, uh, March Madness tournament coming up here. Yep. Gonzaga, obviously, yep. number Gonzaga, one. Gonzaga, Baylor, that's Rackin', lock it up right raking, now. Raking, 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 raking. Michigan, like we said, they look like a definite Final Four team. Who knows? But they, uh, they're they at a 63.8% right now to get a number one seed. Then you have Ohio State right behind them, 45.4%. And Alabama to get a num- number one seed, uh, fifth in the pack there at most likely for 38.5% mm-hmm. to get a number one seed. Illinois just behind them there. Obviously, it's going to be tougher because they got to jump two teams from their own conference. So probably pretty likely that they're going to get the two seed there unless maybe they win, unless they run the table right now and win win the rest of their regular season games, win the Big Ten Conference right. tournament. Then you might have a case for them to be a one seed. But maybe. I would say those six teams are really the teams that have the chance. Villanova's uh, the seventh best chance, and they're only 8%. Um, they, they've got a couple losses. There are three losses. They lost to Creighton pretty recently. Right. I think you can write them off as a one seed. Obviously, we got two teams that are basically locked in. So Most definitely. I mean, pretty much to Indiana, the 40th ranked team in the nation right now, everybody above them is 80% or higher to get into the conference tournament right now. Well, besides Connecticut, they're at 71%. Coming off that goofy eight-point not cover at plus six Mm. and a half over the weekend against Villanova. Yeah, it's an interesting case, though. Yeah, it was their toughest game to date, but give me a break, man. Interesting case for them because they had 
their best player, James Booknight, miss a handful of games. Yeah. Before before he left the lineup, they were a top 25 team, looking like they might be a, a dark horse here in this tournament. Just got him back. Obviously, like you said, they, he looked tired. Yeah. He just looked tired in the second half. So if they half. get some momentum, I, I would love to see them in the tournament. Uh, but I can tell you firsthand, COVID kicks your ass, my friend. Yeah. I am a survivor, and that stuff is no joke. I can see why he would uh, be a little tired, because I definitely didn't feel like going running up and down a court for 40 minutes after yeah. I had that stuff. So can't blame him. Right. Then some other teams that we've enjoyed betting. Uh, the big one that we've already mentioned, uh, everyone's favorite topic right now, Duke is right on that bubble. Um, uh, this this evening they're playing another another bubble team in Syracuse. If if Duke keeps rolling, running the table here, they could squeeze into that tournament. Uh, this team ranking site that we're looking at right now has got them listed at 54% chance. So definitely a toss-up. Yeah. I think, is it a loser loser goes home here in this matchup tonight, Syracuse-Duke? I believe so. I think so, too. It's kind of what it's shaping up to be. I would say so. I would definitely say so. I mean, it's it's kind of one of the, the marquee matchups going forward, just in the ACC-wise, so... I would definitely say so. And I mean, we're really winding the season down here. Oh, yeah. I looked at the schedule, and it's like oh, a yeah. handful of games here, and yeah. it's over with. A couple teams that had some pauses. They've got a you know cram, cram schedule right. here. But right. anyways, another team that's right on the bubble that's such an interesting case is my, Minnesota. Oh, my gosh. They've been what's, incredible at home. They what's just the got kid's name? They're... Uh, uh, they just got the doors beat off them by Illinois at home. Oh man, that that game they were down by fifteen and a half. They can't win Oy. on the road. So Oy. I mean, considering that they don't they don't get to play these March Madness games at home. So yeah, they're they're not worth a plug nickel on the road. Right. And yeah, I mean for some reason Oskiuma they turn up, but they can't do it anywhere else. Some other teams on the outside looking in. Uh, you got the Drake Bulldogs, who <clears throat> if it looking like if they don't win their conference, they're going to be right on the bubble, despite uh, you know sixteen and zero start something yeah, along those lines. Insane. I don't know if that's exactly what it was. Insane 16 that that's even start. possible. I tell you, somebody else. I'm actually really looking at on the bubble right now, and it has been my perennial favorite March Madness Cinderella team year after year, probably since I've been betting on the March Madness bracket. Like I was. 12 years old 10 12 years old in like seventh grade who knows um vcu the vcu rams i mean virginia commonwealth university ladies and gentlemen they just have a knack of getting that ball in the bucket and when they need to step up and notch up that defense they know how to do it they're sitting at a 56.9 percent chance to get a bid into the tournament right now and i think with a couple solid wins and what are they a10 Yep, A ten. With a with a couple solid A ten wins here to close out the season. I mean, they just had had some really good good solid wins and they're sitting nine and three right now, top of the conference, first overall, tied with St. Bonaventure, who just toasted our Sunday sleeper Davidson today uh Sunday. Yep. And uh yeah, so nine yeah, they and cl- three. they got St. Louis and Davidson left. Yeah. Uh, Saturday they just lost to George Mason, huge letdown. Yeah, they shouldn't have done uh, that. Before at all. that, they were like they eleven had six and a half straight, point favorite. Yep, six straight games. Uh, but if they can, you know, Slew's right at the top of that divi- uh, conference as well. So if they can knock off Slew right. and then Davidson and roll through the uh, through the conference tournament, obviously if they win the tournament they're in. But even right. if they, I think if they make it to the A10 conference championship, yeah. I think that's v- good enough. I mean VCU and and St. Bonnie are are both on the bubble right now. Right. So whoever wins this upcoming game, 
or whoever has a better record between these next two games is pretty much what's going to do it. And then whoever, if VCU comes out and wins the A-10 tournament, then then they seal the deal. Well, yeah, it's automatic, but if they win the tournament. Right, but, right. Uh, yeah, I, A-10 is such a solid yeah, team I mean, to watch. It's they great, beat dude. up on themselves. There's some good conferences, man. Just overall, there there's great, great, just great conference play this year. I mean, over, all across the board. I mean, just, you love to see it. You love to see it. Yeah. To finish off the, uh, you know, this next few week look ahead, we've got some final four odds here. Uh, Baylor and Gonzaga, not worth betting. Both minus 300 here oh, on FanDuel. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Michigan on FanDuel here is Ooh. minus 125. Minus 125. Something okay. to think final about. Four. You could think about it for sure. They're giving you a little bit of enticement to take that. Yep. Everyone else not is yet. plus odds. You got Villanova plus 200. Uh, the only team we don't know what their odds are because they don't show up on our list here because we live in the state of Illinois is Illinois, Illinois, who is definitely uh, you know got a solid chance of running the table here for the Final Four. Right, Villanova plus two hundred. I don't like that. You know, I don't like if that. Villanova can make teams play their pace, then they're a they're a powerhouse. They're awesome. They're top yeah. notch. But if they cannot play their slow, methodical, collegiate basketball, collegiate <laughs> basketball <laughs> pace, they're just, they're, they're not the Wildcats. They're pedestrian, honestly. Yeah, honestly, honestly. But they had, they played absolutely great on Saturday against, against UConn, UConn right? because they were able to control that game and take those deep threes and just lull them to sleep. I mean, that's, that's just the name of the game. I really don't know who the fourth, the fourth team is. I you know no you idea, have man. you have Texas here plus two thirty. I'm not I'm not putting stake in that. And and you know the most depressing part is like all of uh, the the blue bloods are just what's going on here? Yeah. What's going on here, baby? I Who mean, knows, man? It doesn't smell like victory, baby. <laughs> what the hell's going on out there? I don't know. I can't tell. Duke's not scoring. North Carolina's not scoring. What? We just don't know. Hey, I'll tell you what, Dickie V. If we just relax, we'll see what happens in the final. I don't know, Cole. We just can't do it anymore. We can't do it. <laughs> hey, man. Duke's looking good right now. I'm not I'm not a Duke fan by any means, but I wouldn't. Sh- yeah. it would not shock me. if. And I'm not saying Final Four by any means, but. Yeah, I I don't know. You know, Dicky so beats blue bloods. I'm I can run through a few of these, do. but what? Who's your number four team here that you like to make the final four? I mean, I love Shaka. I love Shaka Texas. Texas in in the postseason. It's just I I just have a special type of love for that young man, especially with hair now. I mean, yeah. with hair and a fade, he's just <laughs> he's something else. Um, you know, Bill Self could always pull something. Kansas is surprisingly looking put together in their last couple outings. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see North Carolina do something. They're always sneaky in the end, yeah, even I don't if know they have a them. goofy freaking season. Florida State's the team that. Uh, uh, Florida State is just absolutely. They've got out talent, of man. Minds, man. They have. They're super plus talent. plus three fifty. Super plus three fifty. Not bad there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Houston's another team that I like. I've been liking them all year. Yeah, then what? They, they're fifth they in the nation down. right now. They let, have some letdowns here and there. They're plus two eighty odds to make the Final Four. Well, shit. They just cooked. Um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati today by 30-40. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, goodness gracious. Made you look like a dummy over there taking Cincinnati plus 13, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I looked real stupid. <laughs> real stupid on that one. So, yeah. You know, um, I at Big 12, I, I've been loving the Big 12 this year. I'm saying either Big 12 or Big 10, maybe Illinois, Ohio State, or you sure. know, one of these other Big 12 teams, Oklahoma, West Virginia. I don't know. I, hey, it's a toss-up right now, but we'll continue to uh, to revisit the topic. No, no question. No, no harm, no foul. Um, 
let's do a quick little recap of our action for today. I'm almost all the way settled, and uh, we can we can go through that, and then uh, you know we'll have one more little surprise for you, and that'll be the end of the episode. However, uh, today <laughs> I'm an abysmal two and five overall right now, uh, down one point seven five units. However, my Michigan pick cashed. Uh, had. 20 bucks on uh, them uh, at just the one unit play. And then I have uh, two units, 40 bucks uh, on the Knicks. They're looking terrific. Oh, yeah. They are up 84.65 right now, looking great. Only have to cover minus two and a half. OKC's looking great over Cleveland. Um, and also, Orlando is looking great over Detroit. So, projected to go five and five overall. 2.82 units up. If you follow me on the Action app, you will see this live and see all of my plays. How are you looking on your action today, man? I'm looking real good, man. I'm four and two as we stand right now. I've got four plays left. I'm projected seven and three. Jeepers. Uh, like you said, we've got our TTL picks, uh, newsletter picks for Sunday still rolling. Knicks, like you said, Magic, mm-hmm. uh, and the Thunder up, are up 14 on Cleveland. Uh, that's in the fourth quarter, so we're looking solid there. And then my last one, that's uh, uh, not... Not in the positive right now, but still got a chance. Uh, I took the Canadians minus one and a half over the lowly Ottawa Senators. That's at one to one right now. Um, so still a chance to catch that one there. Big time. Big time. Okay. So we're looking uh, well as a team overall. Uh, uh, what units were you projected? Uh, you already closed your uh, No, I, I'm, uh, I think it was plus three and a half units. Okay. So we'd be about up five units overall as a team. Uh, keep betting with the talking line crew. You see what's going down. Yeah, we'll have a yeah, you know, we'll have a letdown here, day here and there, but here overall, there, but overall, we uh, we're capping it, we're capping it for sure. So, to close things out here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're gonna kick it back to a little more of a serious note. We hope you have enjoyed the laughs and our insights and analysis so far. Uh, however, as promised, if you listen to the introduction episode, one thing that I promised to carry on from the newsletter, and if you haven't been uh, reading the newsletter. I have Colts Inspiration Corner there, and for the podcast, I'm going to make it Motivation Minutes. And I was kind of thinking, what what should I talk about? What should I bring the people on the first official day? And me and Mags got to kind of talking, and we we were just like, you know, what what is life? What is what are what is the human being? The human being existence. And we got to kind of talking about um, like some some of the downtrodden in society, some homeless people, you know, and you you drive by them on the side of the road, and and so often you can have that thought like, ah, I'm not giving them no money. They they messed up their life. They they did something wrong. They deserve to be there, whatever. And you just drive on. You don't think about it. And all too often, that's kind of how we approach those situations. And and if you step back and you think about it for a minute. That guy on the corner wearing those raggedy clothes is a human being too. Now, he might not have a roof over his head. He might not have all the things that you do and all the blessings that you do, but he's got a heartbeat. He breathes in and out just like you do. And, you know, I guess the moral behind all of that is that everybody has a backstory. The message today is just everybody has a backstory. That homeless guy on the corner, he's got a backstory as to how he got there and it could be something that you have no idea in one of the worst stories and you automatically surpass judgment because of some preconditioned notion that you had in your mind. Now, what I'm telling you is that approach every situation, every moment, every circumstance you find yourself in with nothing 
but judgment-free mentality and just love. Don't don't ever question who somebody else is because they have a backstory. And if you take a minute to think about your backstory and where you're sitting, listening, doing whatever you're doing right now, just had my uh, nice cat Matilda pop up and, and enjoy as she was enjoying the motivation minutes. Uh, so if you hear a meow, that's just her. However, you have a backstory that's gotten you to the point of where you're at today. And, and you know, something that uh, you just can't help. There she goes. <laughs> something that you just can't help to do is, is stop and think about all those things that's gotten you here. Your backstory that's gotten you to where you are at today. Because not only do you have one, the guy next to you has one. Everyone in your family has one. Your friends have one. The people you haven't even met yet have one. So don't judge. Don't judge, not lest ye be judged. And just give everybody some grace, man. I don't know about you, Mags, but I am pretty... Benefit of the doubt, man. I am pretty dumb. Like, <laughs> we might be on here talking some shit, and you guys might enjoy, and like, hey, our Mags and Cole know what they're talking about. They have great content. But we're pretty stupid. I mean, I guess I can't talk for Mags, but I'm pretty <laughs> dumb, man. Like, this is just, this is for fun. And, you know, I, I don't don't listen to what I'm saying, you know, half the time. But if I can't leave you with anything, just give everybody some grace and, and realize that they have a backstory and you don't need to judge them. And I could tell that my partner's been feeling the vibes on all that this whole time. You got anything you want to add to that? A little, little something to add on to Colt's motivation? No, nah, man, you nailed it. Just... You know, give everyone everyone the benefit benefit of the doubt. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, that was just kind of a, a quick throw together one. I uh, have a few loaded up in the chamber, notched up in the back of the mind, uh, some heavy hitters to hit you guys with. Can't believe we have already <laughs> been on this for an hour. Um, generally, the podcast will be about 30 to 45 minutes. Intro episode, obviously, we are just running through talking about this, that, and the other. So we will be a little bit more concise from here on out going on out. Or we might run through to an hour and you guys just put up with it all the way and you love it. Um, if you guys listen and you have a thought, you have a comment, you want to say something, don't be shy, man. Like, we we want to talk to you yeah, guys. Man. Like we don't, are, uh, don't show up in our DMs either. Come for, up. For real. Like, if you're that gonna, doesn't help our engagement. Come on, like, you're going to show up in our DMs and ask us for locks or I mean, that feels good. Like, we know I mean, that you're cool. checking us out, I, but absolutely. ask us out in the open, man. Yeah, for real. Like, hey, we, and what did I just talk about? Motivation Minute. Judge not lest ye be judged. We will not judge you. Slap anything you want at us, man. Fade us. Tell like, us fate. we suck. I don't yeah, care, man. Tell me I'm the stupidest man on the planet. And I had I have a couple the worst people pets. call me a curse when I had yeah, a bad week. You know, hey, and our show's <laughs> terrible. Go right on ahead. It's fine. It's engagement. Let us know what you guys think, what you want to see. It's it, it, at the end of the day, it's it's what makes us better and what what gets us to the next level. And that's what we're here to do for y'all. So, without uh, any more hesitation or waiting, we cannot thank you guys enough for stopping by this first edition. I mean, this this has been such a long time coming, and we have video content coming very, very soon. We'll be on YouTube. We also will uh, be live streaming on Twitch. We have a few different ideas coming there. Don't forget March Madness. Uh, we are doing a bracket or some form of content or challenge that we TBD, will... TBD, but... TBD, it'll be but, locked and uh, loaded. It'll be locked and loaded. You guys better stay tuned on that. 
outside of that part, am I forgetting anything or you got anything burning on your mind you want to tell these uh, fine folks and degenerates out amongst the United States and world that have tuned in today? I don't think so, man. Other than uh, let's cash some tickets. You better believe it, my friends. You heard it here first. We are locking in all of our favorites of the day. We're locking in the Monday Madness Parlay. Be sure to slide on over to Buzzsprout if you want to start on your uh, podcast journey. On Buzzsprout, you can go ahead and slide into our uh, episode comments, and the link is down there. If you go in there, and if you sign up for a paid plan with Buzzsprout, you get a $20 Amazon gift card. It just lets Buzzsprout know you're supporting our show, and they give you 20 bucks for it. All you got to do is, uh, and they have it for five bucks for the, the minimum plan. Go 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 on Buzzsprout. You know, get your free $20, $20 Amazon gift card and talk about puppies. Tell me. And, and uh, Colton nailed the ad uh, earlier in the show, but Buzzsprout really really nails it yeah with the help, I mean, man. like i i know we're going it's two back of to us them. and we're trying to do this that and the other and i mean it, buzzsprout judge took jury. a giant load yeah. off of doing judge jury and executioner and buzzsprout is one of the best partners we could have they're awesome they are awesome awesome go check them out click the link in our comments let them know that we sent you talking the line sent you and after you upgrade to a paid plan they will send you a 20 dollars amazon gift card my friends and also, uh, just to make sure you remember, lock in that Moneyline Dice roll. Outside of that, my friends, have a spectacular day. Unless you have other plans and you know what time it is, let's cash some tickets.